Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Man, show new head coach, South Alabama Jaguars. Coach Kane Womack here with me. Coach, good to talk to you, man. How's it down there in the great city of Mobile, Alabama? Man, how's it down there in South Alabama? I love, I love your town, man. I love it. No doubt, man. I appreciate it. Mobile's great. Uh, pretty awesome town to to live, and and certainly an awesome opportunity to be the head coach at South Alabama. The, just the facilities and and the town itself. It's it's pretty amazing. So really enjoying it. Now, Coach, uh, tell me this. What does it mean to be the head coach here, man? I know it's a great job, likes a lot of resources, new that great stadium down there, man. So tell us about the process and, hey, what made you and your family say, hey, this is the right move to make to come down here to Mobile and lead this program going forward? Well, I had been the defensive coordinator here for, for Joey Jones in 2016 and 17 and then had the opportunity to go to Indiana and, and be the defensive coordinator there, and and we had great success. But but I knew um, I, I owe F after being here and leaving this place, I always knew what the opportunity was at South Alabama. And I knew that if that opportunity ever came to be the head coach, that pretty much no matter where I was, that I would, I would choose South and I would come here. Uh, Mobile, uh, just the city of Mobile and the town itself is a place that Melissa and I, my wife, have fallen in love with. Um, so much diversity, so much great culture, um, and also just the progress of a port city, right? And the importance of that to the state and surrounding areas. But then when you look at Alabama, or excuse me, the state of Alabama and Mobile and South Alabama football and that relationship between our campus and the, the city itself, I think South Alabama football is a point of connection. And, you know, we live in a great football state, um, you know, and I think the thing that I want people to understand is that you can be an Alabama fan and you can be an Auburn fan. And, and we're not going to ever change those things and don't want to change those things. We want to support those teams and programs and the successes that they've had over the years. But if you live in Mobile, South Alabama is, is this city's football team. And yes. if you live in Mobile, you're a part of that. And so I think to be able to connect to the resources of this city, um, to the players, um, you know, the, the resources that we've put in terms of facilities here. You know, we've got a, a brand new $80 million stadium. We've got a brand new indoor facility, um, new practice fields, new uh, film towers. I mean, even to a brand new locker room within our football only facility, all those things wrapped up into a great opportunity to win football games, but also to impact the city on a very dynamic level. And that to me, was just an overwhelming pull to come back to South. 
Most definitely, Kane. Tell me this, man. You you played, so tell me, at what point did you yeah. decide that you want to get into coaching? Because I know that's usually a track that guys really, some do, some don't. So what, at what point did you say to yourself, I want to get into coaching, then I want to become a head coach? Well, I was I was fortunate enough to have a dad in this profession that, you know, he spent 35 years uh, primarily as a defensive coordinator in the SEC. And so he had great success, um, saw the highest of the highs and saw some of the lowest of the lows as well. And I think uh, for me, having someone that I could look up to and that I thought was not only a, a great football coach and a great defensive mind, but he was also a really great husband and father. Um, and he always connected to people and kept that, you know, at the forefront of his mind. And so, you know, I, I caught on and caught the bug to coach at a very early age. When I was six years old, I got to dress up for Halloween as a football coach. I had my hat and my whistle and wrote, my mom wrote coach across my shirt. And, and I know this seems like an odd thing for a six-year-old to have that passion, but I, from that point forward, I knew the dream was to be a college football head coach. And so I started always evaluating things through the lens of, of how, uh, how would a head coach think about this moment? I remember doing that as a kid even. Um, and then that passion and that understanding of what it means to be a college head coach uh, continuing to grow over the years. But uh, but that started at a very early age for me. Dang, it's funny. Same birthday year, my dad was a coach too, man. Really? So, yes, wow, awesome. Yes, yes, so for me, my dad was had me out catching footballs, hitting, hitting baseballs, shooting hoops at young age. Fisher Price, Nets, all that stuff. At a young <laughs> so we have that same background, man, that my dad was in it. So that's what got, kept me in sports now doing a radio show because – I love it. I love it so much. Well, I might not get to play or coach it, but I can talk about it every week on this show. So that's why you got to be into it, you know. No so doubt. it's funny we no had that background as well, buddy. Well, I'd say between great dads and Fisher Price, they, they, a lot of dreams were created <laughs> over those two two entities. So. Yes, indeed. And so, man, as you said, South is a great place. Tell us about building a program and the kind of guys you want in your program as you build this thing out for years to come, man. I think you asked the right question. It's not just about identifying the right guys, you know, from a physical standpoint. Those, some of those things we can see on film. Others, we, you know, you confirm body types, you get them in for summer workouts and get a chance to see those things. But, but the character, and that to me is the hardest challenge right now in, the, in, in COVID in terms of not being able to go out and evaluate the character of these young men. Certainly you get to a sense for who they are on the, on the phone and you're FaceTiming and you're doing all those things and seeing the, that verbal and nonverbal feedback, all those kinds of things. Um, but for me, the opportunity here at South Alabama is certainly we are in a talent rich area. Oh, yes. And our goal is we want to be able to own, you know, 65% uh, of our team come from the I-10 corridor and the rest of the state of Alabama. And so um, when you look at that, that I-10 corridor from New Orleans to Tallahassee and then up uh, through Alabama, and then obviously some surrounding states. We certainly want to narrow the scope, um, but we also want to do a great job of making sure that we spend most of our time actually recruiting players well and evaluating who they are. More teams um, just talent evaluate. Uh, I would say when you think about recruiting staffs, just about every recruiting staff in the country they're going to evaluate from a huddle film or highlight tape or whatever, more players than they can actively and efficiently recruit. 
and evaluate in terms of their character and process ability and all the things that you need to know that this guy is a young man that you want to bring to South Alabama. And so for us to narrow the scope and make sure that we do a great job uh, inward and then start moving outward first. We're going to take five guys from the from Mobile, Baldwin County area every single year because we've got to show this area that we are committed to impacting and connecting with this city and the young men that are a part of this city first and foremost. Um, and then that just moves out from there. And Kane, I was going to say, like, you know, Alabama is deep in talent. You know, you got Florida right there, South Louisiana right there, you know. And like I say, you got South Georgia as well, to a degree, very close to you. And then if you want to come to Atlanta, you can. Come I-85 to Atlanta if you want to. So I feel like you're in a great spot, located kind of in that central area. We can go either way you want, Mississippi, Alabama, even Tennessee, if you want to go up far that far. So I think you're in a great spot to bring in talent. Because, you know, in your state, Alabama, a lot of guys go to Jacksonville State to for or South Alabama or sometimes right. Alabama State, to, to, they don't go to Auburn, Auburn or Alabama. So you have a great opportunity there. And guys who want to play more can come down there and play for you as well. Because, hey, you go to Auburn, Alabama, they got a lot of recruits coming every year. You may not play with it, but you can find a home in Mobile if you want, if you really want a home. So I think you're in a great spot, man, to find guys, though, down in the roughs to really help your program be, and grow themselves character-wise and on, on, the, field, on the field as well. Because you guys have a lot to offer, any, any young man. Well, I, I totally agree with you. And I think, you know, you look back, my dad was a defensive coordinator at Southern Miss back in their late 90s when they had their heyday. His last two years as the D.C., they had 12 drafted players on that defense, just on the defense alone, right? And when you look at that and, and where they identified their talent, they were able to do a great job of identifying players in Mississippi and Alabama and a little bit of the I-10 corridor, even in Louisiana to bring and evaluate the best players that they could to submiss. And I think when you look at the model of the opportunity we now have of South Alabama, you know, we don't know what our ceiling is here. We're a young program. We're 11 years off the ground and you come onto our campus and you see all these amazing facilities that we have in just a short amount of time. But within that, right, now doing a great job of evaluating um, not just the skill level, but the character and the, and the process ability and academic uh, you know, fortitude, all those things that you need in terms of building a winning program. And those are the things that I think will make the difference in us as we look up three, four years down the road. And Kane, how's it been building bonds with the guys you already have on the roster? Because I know you was a, you're the new guy in. You wasn't the guy to recruit them, brought them, brought them to Mobile. So tell us how, how's it meeting the, meeting the guys and get them to buy into you and learning about you and building a relationship and trust that you need going forward with your, with your young men you have on the roster right now? It's a great question. I think to me, um, you know, one of the unique things is some of these guys that are now seniors, um, there's about 18 guys on the roster now that were here as freshmen that I was able to recruit to this program. And so still having connections with those guys, them being here uh, for a year when I was here as a defensive coordinator before is a really nice segue to now these guys have become the leaders of this team, right, as older players. Um, and our ability to have that instant connection before I ever walked in the door to say, hey, this is our kind of guy. This is the guy that we want to help, you know, come alongside us in our senior year. And you younger guys, you don't know him but you're going to get to know him and you're going to love him. That was tremendous and being able to tap into that connection. And then at the same time, right, there were guys on this team that Joey Jones was the head coach and recruited that Steve Campbell brought in. 
Um, and at the end of the day, I'm really thankful for both those coaches that paved the way for the opportunity that's here now. But, but ultimately, you know, I, the, these guys are my guys now, and I'm their guy. And I think that's really important that we all lean into that process and we lean into that connectability, not just as the head coach, but to the rest of our staff um, as well. And so it's been a really fun um, process in building that culture already, but very excited to get out to spring football and start to see that expedited. Most definitely. And the fact that you got hired early as you did, you can implement your system, look at, look at some film. So when you get out there on the field, you can actually tweak some things, add some things, and give some guys something to work on. So having this year of COVID that we had last year, this year, you can actually have them down there with you to work out and get grow them, their bodies, their minds, and develop them and everywhere you want to develop them. So how good is that to know that you have, this year you can actually have time to touch your guys this year and knowing being your new head coach here, actually implement things and know that it will it'll be ready come fall camp up here in the summertime well that that is one of the opportunities that have came from that comes from COVID in terms of you know we weren't out on the road as much like in February we won't be out on the road in May and, and April after spring ball and so we do get a chance to spend more time with guys um, that is something that we have to tap into um, it was made very clear to me when I when I took this job and going through the interview process that my role is to find a way to connect to these players on a very deep level and within that, right, that's the name of the game now. When you start looking at the transfer market that's only going to open up more from here, um, we've got to do a great job of actively connecting to our players and make sure that we are, um, that we're meeting their needs, that, that, that they're having the experience that we hope everyone has, right, as a college football player over their four years. Now, not everybody's going to play the same amount, right, on the field, and not everybody's always going to have great days. And we also are not going to, you know, there's some hard conversations that have to be had in the level of accountability as you build a young man to the process of that next step where he steps out into life and, and, uh, and isn't in a, in a university setting anymore. But all that being said, you know, to me, what is fun is having a vision in your head for what you want this culture to look like, what you want you, the, the connectability between your players and coaches seeing that now played out on a daily basis is a really awesome opportunity. That's one for you, Kenyans, this, buddy. When people watch your team play this year and beyond, we want people to, to kind of get from watching you guys play. What's, what's you want them to say about your team when they see them play? They play hard, they play fast, they're together. What is it you miss people's messages about your Jaguars going forward, my, my brother? I think that's a good question, man. And I think the first thing is that we want to be a team that's an intentional about what we do. You know what I mean? Everything we do in our program, um, there needs to be intentionality. There needs to be a reason behind it and a purpose. And so within that, you know, you look back on the success that we had in Indiana. And I thought one of the best things that Tom Allen does is that he was a tremendous vision caster, but he was also relentless at holding everyone accountable to the detail of accomplishing that vision. And so within that, right, um, you know, you look at both sides of the ball, offensively, defensively, and then on special teams. Um, I'd like to have an identity with what we do. I want everybody to sit there and go, this is what this team is about. And they're intentional about that identity. And it shows up on the field. Certainly playing hard is going to be a big piece of it, the physicality that you play with. But we've got to do a great job of creating explosive plays on offense, uh, creating limiting explosive plays on defense and at the same time creating negative plays and takeaways on defense. That has to be a big piece 
of what we do. The name of the game this day and age defensively is offenses are going to move the ball some. They're going to get their yards. That's just going to be part of it. But if you can limit those big plays and none for touchdowns, right, um, and then at the same time do a good enough job of creating negative plays yourself, sacks, tackles for loss, creating takeaways on defense, interceptions, sack calls, fumbles, all those type of things, right, um, that, that now you give an opportunity to get the ball back more for your offense. So it's about the ball, um, and it's about creating explosives and limiting explosives on both sides. So um, that coupled with situational philosophy, which is just so huge nowadays, being great in two-minute execution, right, red zone uh, finish, third down conversion, having a situational identity is a big piece of that as well. Yes, indeed. Kane, hey, you, you had that goosebumps. When you talk about the ball, that's my dad's mention. It's always about the ball. The ball is everything, guys. The ball. When you see a guy with the ball, get to the ball. <laughs> Tell this guy on defense. Get to that ball, create turnovers, tilt ball, get anything, hustle, cause a fumble. I say, I got goosebumps, Kane. I remind me of a pops. <laughs> <It should be. laughs> that's good, man. I love it. Got goosebumps. Hey, man. Thank you for your time today, man. Hey, let's look to you. When you come up to Atlanta, man, let me know. Let us meet up with you. Grab some to eat man and enjoy talk about life man and ball man I, I enjoy it man awesome man really appreciate it you guys got some good places over there in atlanta to, to come grab so spawn divots is a pretty good little spot over there too so. yes indeed okay. hey i got some more spots for you too buddy i got some more there you go i got some more for you baby y'all spawn divots i got some for you man <laughs> i love it that's hey, awesome buddy hey thank you for All your right, time bro. man be good brother really appreciate it All you're right. welcome now Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants. They all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.